This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Obviously, it was not a particularly good performance by the superior team, and that team would be the Eagles. Uh, I think it's fair to say without the slay interception, there's a really good chance the Eagles would have lost. I also think it's fair to say this is a classic example. I mean, an absolute quintessential classic example of how when, when you win the turnover battle in football, you often win the game. Sure. Because to a large extent, let's be real, especially in the final, you know, whatever, 45 minutes of the game or whatever, to a large extent, the New England Patriots outplayed the Eagles. I think they did. I mean, there's no yeah. there's no question they and did. And I think they looked like a team that actually had a plan, whereas I, I don't know what we had going on. Like, offensively speaking, we were never into a rhythm. Yep. Uh, there was a... A look in Jalen's eyes all game that I was trying to decipher, and I didn't know if I was reading too much into it. You know, like a a, a look of almost uh, uh, shell shocked or mm-hmm. something. Yep. Like like everything that they threw at him yesterday, it was new. It was extreme. It was confusing for the offense, and it looked it. And and when you go back and look at the first half, holy cow, Jalen Hurts had like 75 yards passing. We had nothing on the ground. We got nothing on the ground yesterday. But that's our bread and butter, and we just got outplayed. We, we got out-toughed up front also because we wore down. I, that was the most egregious part of yesterday. The, the difference in conditioning between the two sides – Hey, Joe, I was good with the training camp thing before. This training camp thing just should have lost us a game. I agree with you. If that slay interception doesn't happen. Actually, there was a lot of stuff. It was circumstantial stuff. I'm glad I'm, in so many ways, I'm glad I'm not a Patriots fan. But if I'm a Patriots (laughs) fan today, I'm looking at that game. I'm going back. I've got eight or nine instances where we just gave, if we're the Patriots, we just gave the game back repeatedly with mistakes of ours. Yeah. As Patriots, we weren't good enough yesterday, yet we still won. Yet I don't feel like this is a a damning loss that that we can say, hey, we, we've got problems moving down the road yet because it was just so off kilter with the conditioning part. Well, of that's things. so you know one of the things that's going to be a little hard for us to discern this week, and we'll know more after we see more games, is is to what extent was this uh, purely or largely a rust factor with the guys not playing in the preseason, and to what extent was it signs of trouble much, much more than that? Now, look, you can't know for sure. You can't prove it. There's no math equation here. I will tell you this, John. I actually put less into the rust factor than than a lot of people do based on what I heard postgame yesterday. I'm not talking about rust. What are you talking about? I'm talking about conditioning. Okay. Yes, rust rust was evident. I understand. Okay. 
But we had guys who were gassed like they, they couldn't run at the end of the game. We had guys out there trying to rush the passer who were almost walking their way. Well, if you remember, we saw Jones. we saw the Eagles last year almost lose to Detroit in a game that it seemed like they had wrapped up week one. And then in the fourth quarter, it's like, oh, my God, here comes the Lions. And it actually became yeah. like a pretty close game by the end. You're now, right. Now, you got to give the Eagles credit for surviving and advancing in the midst of I do. such a such an approach. I mean, we can't, again, talk about what we can't prove. We can't prove how their August approach may or may not keep guys healthy in November and December and January. I know last year, to a large extent, they were really healthy. We know Sirianni, after the game yesterday, you know, said he's maybe, maybe ready to move off of his preseason approach and training camp approach. Look, we'll hear from you on that factor, the way they attacked or didn't attack training camp in the preseason games and how you surmise it it, it played a part in yesterday's game, 215-592-9494. But I'll actually tell you, John, I don't think we've actually gotten in the main – to me, what was the biggest takeaway for me of the game? And I put this up on social media on Twitter, and I know there's a lot of people that disagree with me, and that's fine, and – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guys, I really hope I'm wrong about this, but I'm telling you the biggest thing that stood out to me is that, um, and, and I'm not hoping I'm wrong about all of this. Let me be clear. Here's the biggest thing that stood out to me. Sirianni and probably Howie together are trying to have Jalen Hurts run a more traditional passing offense to protect him physically, as I think they should, as you know, as I've told you they should. But he actually really struggled with it. Like, they, they moved largely away from the bread and butter of how Jalen Hurts played college football and how he played pro football the first two years with the mesh point, the rod into side, yeah. RPO, whatever you want to call it, all these terms we use. And they said, all right, Jalen, big contract now, big expectations. We want you to be the guy that, you know, plays for 12 to 15 years. And so we don't want you taking those linebackers head, head, you know, head on, you know, nine times a game. And and you could tell right from the beginning, by the way, when he did have a chance to run, he got down. Like initially, oh. initially he got right down. So the like, biggest takeaway was Jalen Hurts is playing football differently. Differently, that's He's correct. He's playing differently. That's correct. I, I explained it as there was a distant look in his eyes, but the 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 desire to uh, finish it, it was no longer there, and that is that's a remnant from the, an entire offseason. Correct. Of, we got to keep you healthy. Correct. You got to get down. You've got to get out of bounds. And and so they went too far with it. He went too far. So with that's it. the question. Did it did it go too far or not? Because here's the deal. I like the Eagles and guys. You guys, you know, if you listen to us the last you know five six months, I've been hammering this point. Play play a little different in order to keep Hurts healthy. I've been very, very clear about that. So I was encouraged to see the Eagles go there. So you're saying play differently than that, though. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I was discouraged. And and I'll be honest, and I'll be frank. I was shocked. I was shocked by how much Jalen Hurts struggled in the passing game in light of the fact that they put more on his plate in a traditional passing sense, and he didn't seem up to it, whether it was the defense pre-snap, Obviously, some guys broke through. There still are not hot route receivers ready to go. That's part on the are, head coach. That's a real issue. It's a tremendous issue. They Be- even pointed it out. It's a, it was pointed out. So it's just like I, my biggest takeaway 
was I was disappointed with Hertz being asked to play differently that he was not particularly good at it. That, to no. me, is takeaway number one. Biggest takeaway number two, I thought Sirianni freaking stunk. All right? I thought his team was freaking undisciplined. There was a lack of rhythm for Hertz established. All right, you got a quarterback struggling. There's ways to get a quarterback into a certain rhythm, maybe some shorter passes, whatever it might be. He did not. I mean, obviously, the Goddard thing, we all know the non-use of Goddard. That was incredibly bizarre. I thought the, the, the way they used the running backs was beyond bizarre. I thought it was absolutely insane for one running back to get almost everything and the other two running backs to get nothing. And by the way, Rashad Penny to be deactivated. I thought that whole thing was absolutely insane. I think there were, and I'd have to look up exactly, I think there were three or four different times the Eagles had to use a timeout that had absolutely nothing to do with it being the last two minutes of the first half or the last two minutes of the second half. I mean, the bottom line is you want— You we burned want, our last time out of the second half yeah. with like three minutes left. I mean, they were using it for substitutions. They were use, I mean, they were using it for every reason under the book other than what it should be, which is last two minutes of a half, call a timeout in order to preserve clock and give your offense— I mean, that's the ideal scenario. Now, look— you're not always going to go six for six. Sometimes you got to burn one. They burn way more than one. So, so I just thought Sirianni, and then going for it on fourth and two, to me was insane. It was a long And guys, long a long two. And I was very clear in the Super Bowl. I thought Sirianni should have gone from the fourth and two from his own, what, 28, 29, 30. That's because you're going against Mahomes. My whole point in the Super Bowl was I don't want to give Patrick Mahomes the freaking ball back. In this game, you want to put your punter out there. I mean, look, I know he's not the best punter, and maybe that's in Sirianni's mind. But try to have Mac Jones have to go 85, 90 yards when a field goal can't touch you. The only thing the Patriots can do is win the game by scoring a touchdown. Make Mac Jones with only one timeout. And by the way, not the greatest offensive players on that team, particularly at wide receiver. Make him go 85 or 90 yards. I thought the decision – look, so to me, John, Hurts – I'm not going to say stunk. Okay, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say he was tremendously disappointing, given more responsibility in a certain sense. And I thought Sirianni stunk. John, those are the two main takeaways I had. The Eagles had five straight drives without a first down in that first half. That was the longest stretch during Jalen's career as the starter here. That had a lot to do with the Patriots. That that had a lot to do with great defense. I don't want to overlook that part. We were against one of the greatest minds of all time uh, formulating an entire offseason of ideas to stop us, and they did a great job with it. They really did. And the problem, I, John, is weeks two, three, four, five, six, that seven. That was my worry. Those teams get the look now. This is the template yep. now. And, and Bill Belichick just created a template that is – replicable. I, I you got to be really smart. You got to have special players. When you look at the players that they have, they are different than the rest of the NFL. Look at the three linebackers that start for the New England Patriots and they go back to 2000. Yeah. Because they you got 65250, you got 63265, you got 63270. It's a different kind of team and they just played a different kind of defense the whole game putting different looks out there that we'd never seen. We were confused the whole game. That does fall on our coaching staff, but it also falls on the players. Well, look, we were outcoached. We, we were outplayed. We will. We uh, still won. Yeah, they did, and they won because they had superior talent and because Jordan Davis stripped the ball and because Darius Slay made an interception and returned it to the house. Otherwise, the Eagles probably lose. Look, all of it on the table, 215-592-9494. What stood out to you? Do you agree with the assessment of John and I about sort of the whys in the house? of how the Eagles struggled. Do you think the Eagles do need to unleash Jalen in the more traditional running sense and the 
read option sense to, to have that threat on the table more? Do you think this decision, and it did seem to me to be a very conscious decision to protect him in a somewhat largely different offense, wise or unwise? And what do you make of how Hurts played when asked to do something different? 215-592-9494. And what's obviously going to be a busy Monday. And again, San Fran and Dallas looked absolutely unbelievable. 